I'm your host, Matt Bergman, and welcome to From the Hawk's Nest. Today, my guest is Grant Wilson. He's the Assistant Director of Campus Ministry at QU. He has a business management degree from the University of Illinois, and he attended seminary for four years where he led several mission trips. Grant, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me here. Well, before we discuss your role with QU Campus Ministry, let's talk about some roles and positions that you had before you came here. First, way back... You grew up on a farm, and I'm sure you learned a lot. A lot. Yeah, I spent a lot of time outside chasing cattle around, um, cleaning up after them, and driving various equipment and trying not to crash any of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously you did well enough that you, you got went on to work at, at, at a law office and Walgreens and a home for disabled adults. Add that together with the farm, and none of those things are like the other. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very zigzag path. Um, after seminary... It was kind of requisite that I just jump into a new path because seminary doesn't necessarily prepare you for one specific thing, um, especially when you don't finish it. So tell us about um, some of those experiences you had working at those different jobs. Yeah, so out of those jobs, my favorite was um, the home for disabled adults. So it was there was a lot of CNAs and then mid-level managers, and then I was the director over two homes. So it was a lot of people management and a lot of um, difficult situations because we were short-staffed and the people we were working with were quite uh, challenging sometimes just because they couldn't understand what you were trying to tell them. They didn't know why they had to do certain things. Um, yeah, so it was a tough job and a lot of people got burnt out very quickly. We cycled through staff. I bet. What was, uh, did you find that to be probably the most rewarding of the jobs? It was super rewarding, yeah. Especially because when it when things did go well, it was a smooth system and it really could feel like a home. They were living in just residential areas. So um, to them, it felt like just a home. One time we had um, the director of the whole organization come at Christmas dressed up as Santa Claus. Oh, And these these adults, um, intellectually disabled adults, believed he was Santa. They had never stopped believing in Santa. So wow. they thought, wow, this guy's he came to visit just me. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the seminary. You were there for four years um, at, a, at a couple different seminaries. When, tell us about those. Uh, yeah, so my first seminary, I was for the Diocese of Springfield. So this diocese, I went to Mundelein Seminary up north and did philosophy. And then after that, a couple of years, the bishop said, hey, you're good with languages, and I think you could stand being overseas. So we're sending you to the Vatican for a couple of years. Um, and, you know, through a process of discernment, I left. But those were really formative years, taught me a lot. And um, what was really valuable was that we met with a priest every month uh, to help us set goals, and grow as a person because you don't want to be a priest and be a half-formed individual. Absolutely. Through that process, uh, talk to us about how that led you into pursuing mission and ministry type work. Yeah, so the reason I went into seminary was obviously um, from a calling and a desire to be on mission to evangelize, and so it was natural during seminary, I did things of that nature. We went, and in fact, during seminary, I led a couple mission trips, as you said, one to University of Illinois, where I went to school, and then one to Purdue University. And uh, so after seminary, I still wanted to keep doing that type of work. And even when I was just working pre-QU, but after seminary, I was working in young adult ministry in Springfield. So 
these mission trips that you, you've gone on, tell us what was maybe one of the most interesting ones that you took? Yeah, Purdue was definitely, out of the two, it was my favorite. Um, we wore our clerical attire, so we looked like priests. We weren't, but we looked like them. We walked around campus in pairs and just stopped students and said, hey, we're, we're partnered with the Newman Center on campus, and we're asking students why they think other college students, when they come here, why they stop practicing their faith, just statistically. And once they answered that, then we said, how about you? You know, to start off on an easier question and then kind of get a little deeper with them. And we didn't have a specific thing to invite them to. We were just trying to get their perspective and see what they thought about faith and where they'd been in their journey. So what brought you to Quincy University? Good question. So I was working at a tech company for social workers, and uh, I had met Jessica, the current director here, about a year ago at a different event. And she had a part-time position open, so she called me while I was on a work trip in Florida. And she said, hey, do you want to apply for this part-time position I have open? Because I'm really looking for someone with already with experience that I don't have to totally onboard and teach them everything. Um, so she called, and I came here and shadowed for a while and then applied and got it. Wonderful. Well, let's take a brief break right now, and when we come back, we're going to talk more with Grant about his role with campus ministry at QU and some of the goals and plans they have for the coming year. Stay with us. You're listening to From the Hawk's Nest. We know that choosing where to take the next step is hard. At Quincy University, we help you design a personalized visit that answers your most pressing questions. Tour campus. Visit one-on-one with expert faculty and staff. Meet with coaches. Enjoy lunch in our main dining room and learn more about the value of a Quincy University education. Visit quincy.edu and start planning your success at Quincy University. And welcome back to From the Hawk's Nest. I'm your host, Matt Bergman, and today my guest is Grant Wilson, Assistant Director of Campus Ministry here at QU. And Grant, talk about your responsibilities with campus ministry and some of the services and, and things that you oversee there. So the best part about being assistant director is that I don't have to do all the paperwork <laughs> that Jessica does. <laughs> um, and the other good parts about being it are that I still get to do all the fun things. So I do a lot of uh, work with Bible studies, with one-on-one meetings with students. And then obviously, since we're not handed people who, and they're not required, students aren't required to interact with us, I do a lot of um, work to, to meet them where they're at, interact with them, form, form friendships, out of which I can invite them um, to relationship with Christ or just to events that we can get to know them through. And, you know, we've talked a lot about service and mission here so far, and it's ironic maybe that we're recording this, although it will be heard at a later time, but we are recording it on QU's day of service, and I know um, your office um, was participating in that. And maybe tell the the people out there listening just what that's all about and why we do that. Yeah, it was a really awesome event um, coming to the, the Health and Fitness Center this morning where all the students were gathered. That was a cool sight to see everyone getting ready to go to their various sites. Um, I personally went with a couple of students to Catholic Charities Food Pantry, and we helped distribute food to individuals. It seemed like they were in a regular habit of coming, so we were more the guests to help out with that, but it was very rewarding, and, you know, everyone was ever thankful for the food we were giving them. How how were the students? How What do you think that experience meant to them? So one student, uh, he said he really liked it because he's so immersed in in his classes and learning about medicine is what he's studying. And he said, this is a good way to remind him of why he's doing that. It's not just an abstract field. It's he's, he's going to help people legitimately, physically and directly. That's wonderful. 
Well, you've mentioned Jess Howell, our, our campus ministry director, and I'm sure you and her have lots of plans and goals for this year and, and for in the future at QU. So share with us what some of those goals and, and things you're hoping to accomplish are. Yeah, so we have some some exciting goals this year. One is to collaborate with other departments. So we've met with Katie from the library, and also um, we're participating in a debate organized by Professor Rohan um, on is religion essential for the common good? So that'll be November 1st, and there's going to be uh, Dr. Neal and Dr. Wright on one side, and then Dr. Strudwick and Jess on the other side, pro and con. Um, and it'll be mainly questions fielded by students, so we're excited about that, um, just to draw on people who wouldn't normally come to a Bible study or another faith-centered event. Um, additionally, beyond Bible studies and discipleship, we're working on a university partnership with Hallow, which is a prayer application for your phone, kind of like Calm or Headspace, and that's to help students have the opportunity to reflect and improve their mental health or um, just have that extra prayer time. And I know you guys have been looking at doing some different things with athletes as well. Yeah, correct. So last year, Jess started um, hosting masses specifically for each team. She invited each team and anyone who was willing to participate came on a certain day to the chapel and we had a mass um, to pray for their team's success and their health and their bonding. Um, We're also working just in general to reach out to teams and um, have them come to Bible studies and one-on-one meetings just so that they can be a positive influence on the other students that they spend much more time with than we do. And I know that lots of the things you're doing now are um, to try to get students to lead things with their peers. That's correct. So we actually, at the start of the year, we did, we went into mostly freshman classes and surveyed freshmen. And a lot of the results we got back were that they preferred peer-led Bible studies over campus minister-led Bible studies, which makes sense. You can connect better with your peers. You interact with them more. You have better rapport. So in a lot of our one-on-one meetings and small groups, one of the goals is to encourage students to take on those leadership positions um, just as QU states in their mission statement, one of our we reflect that goal of trying to give students as much as possible the ability to lead and not just to receive and follow. Let's and let's talk about that. You know, I think um, all the different things you've mentioned and and probably many more we didn't get to talk about uh, that are activities of campus ministry. How does that weave back into the mission and values? Yeah, so we think we have the same mission um, that Francis would have had in his lifetime. He was. He was a follower of Christ, a member of the church, and just a lot, had a lot of radical calls for the people of his day. Um, and we might not be the same level of, of wild that St. Francis was, tearing off his clothes and running into the forest away from his father, but in the same way as, as he was calling people to a new style of life, we call students to, you know, to good relations with each other, um, to time with God, to relationships with him, uh, to reflect, to learn, and to take on leadership positions that aren't exactly what the world will always call them to. And and one of the things you guys do is, I think, provide resources to students. Um, you, you've talked a little bit about Hallow and and and, and 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 which is an app for prayer that you're that you're working on trying to get for the community. But are, are there other resources that campus ministry has available to students? Yeah, definitely. So one of the major ways that we provide those resources are through one-on-one meetings. Jess and I both have students we meet with, and when we first meet with them, we ask what they want, what topics they want to explore. So, it's it's a huge variety. Some students want to to look through big, lengthy church documents. Some students just want to learn what is prayer. How do I have that conversation with God? How do I start that? Um, 
And out of those meetings, we also invite them to bigger events. So for instance, in January, we're going to be inviting students to a SEEK conference, which is run by the Fellowship of Catholic University Students. Um, and that's several thousand students going to be gathering in St. Louis this year. Wonderful. Well, there's no shortage of opportunities for students to be involved here with campus ministry. That's true. That's true. What advice would you have maybe for current students or encouragement for alums or really just anybody out there that's, you know, working on their faith journey? I would say one really good way, if you're, if you're not into your faith already, I'll start with that group, is to listen to debates. I love listening to debates and um, going through those with students just because that level of dialogue allows you to reflect on what you actually believe and see a fair representation of each side, not a straw man, but a fair representation. If you're already into your faith, I think one of the big things that we encourage is a regular habit of prayer because um, it's one thing to, to learn about God and to know a lot about faith or to think you know a lot from maybe from Christian or from Catholic school, but it's a whole other thing to um, delve into that and have a personal relationship, not just a head knowledge. You know, something um, that is unique to QU um, in, in this region is the fact that we have the Franciscan Retreat Center, which is a service that Quincy University provides to really the co- local community, but we get people that come to those retreats from, you know, miles and miles and miles away. And um, I know we offer Teens Encounter Christ here and Marriage Encounters and Curcios and Walk to Emmaus, but occasionally QU does retreats for, for students uh, as well. Um, what are your thoughts about that service that we offer? Yeah, so act, funny enough, that's the first time I came to Quincy. For It was for a Teens Encounter Christ. I grew up near Jacksonville, but I came here for a tech. Um, and Jess has been on a Curcio. But we're both big fans of retreats because that allows you to have that intentional space and time to be with God, to pray, just to reflect in general, even if you're not religious. And so we try and uh, host or run three retreats a year or a combination of retreats and mission trips. Um, this, this coming weekend or coming up soon, I'll have to check the, the event calendar, but we're partnering with missionaries from Southern Illinois University of Edwardsville to run a retreat here. And that's going to be for our students both from here and from SIU. And we're excited about that because they'll get some cross-pollination, maybe hear things that we wouldn't necessarily think to tell them or, or vice versa. Well, I know the Retreat Center has impacted a lot of lives in this area. So it's something like, you know, fifteen or 20,000 wow. um, people that have at some point been through one of the retreats here at least one time, uh, whether as a teen or, or as an adult. And I know it has a huge impact. Um, and it's a wonderful, wonderful way we can live out our mission here at QU to provide that service. So That's amazing. Yeah, it really is. And, and you would have to go. Uh, hours away to find a facility that was comparable that had the types of services that, that we're able to offer. Mm-hmm. Well, Grant, thank you taking thank you for taking some time out of your schedule to join us today on the show. Thanks for having me. And be sure to tune in next time for another episode of From the Hawk's Nest where we talk to Quincy University faculty, staff, students, Franciscan friars, and alums to learn about their QU journey. I'm Matt Bergman, and remember, it's always a great day to be a hawk. <laughs>